Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan. Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying the uh, the podcast for having this this early summer. Um, got had some some wonderful people, and um, really enjoyed speaking with them. And today I'm really thrilled. I we had the opportunity to chat with a young lady. Her name is Farah Harb Talib, and I I met Farah oh, 12, 13 years ago when she was a student at the University of Michigan Dearborn. She was involved with SIF and all variety of activities. And so we struck up a, a friendship at that time and continue to maintain the friendship. And I really appreciate that. And she agreed to get on, come on the podcast and share with you a little bit about her background and experience. She's really taken a lot of the concepts that we've, that we've worked on and wove them into a strategy to help people deal with change in their life, and the whole idea of creating a personal brand and who you are and what does that mean in the in today's world and in today's marketplace. And so I know she's got a lot to, to share with us in that area. She's um, worked for Wayne State for a while and then has been working with uh, Ford Motor Company and also teaching. Uh, she teaches at the University of Michigan Dearborn, the topic of career planning and development. In fact, the text that she uses is got the same name as this uh, podcast I incorporated. So it's a, it's a common theme that we continue to reinforce. But you'll be get tired of listening to me. So I'm going to turn it over to Farah. Again, really glad that she's uh, agreed to let me interview her. And so if you would, Farah, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, and I think, you know, not even just a friendship, but I always say you're my second dad in my career life. So I uh, appreciate you over the last, I don't even, like you said, 12, 13, maybe 15 years. Um, you played definitely a big role in my life. So thank you for all that you've done. Um, but just a little bit more about me. I mean, you kind of went over it, but I spent four years at Wayne State, two years in a coordinator role, and then the last two years as assistant director of their career planning uh, office in the business school. So really started my student experience impacting student lives and around career development uh, at Wayne State. And then went over to Ford and spent uh, and have been there for nine years now. Um, the first seven were spent in philanthropy, so part of the Ford Fund, focusing on education programs globally with scholarships and community grants and so forth. And then the last two years, I've joined Talent Acquisition as a project manager uh, so really getting to see the other side of of how students and other people are impacted with their career development. So not just on the teaching side, which I've also been doing now, like you said, for about eight years at U of M Dearborn teaching career development in um, in the business school at U of M Dearborn. But, you know, being able to teach it and then see how recruiting takes place really goes hand in hand for me. Um, so really getting that experience has been has been pretty helpful. Uh, so a lot of change in my life over the years, and I know we're going to talk about just adapting to change and your personal brand and excited to talk about how that really helped me throughout my changes and my career changes and my life changes. So, so tell us a little, let's go in a little bit more depth about that whole idea of changes and dealing with changes and, and branding and all, and, and maybe share with us some, um, not only hints that you have for, for people and how to do that effectively, but also anything that happened to you specifically that, that, uh, that you remember of how, when you were dealing with it, maybe some challenges that you had to deal with. So can you expand a little bit on that whole 
that whole topic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I tried to think through what are, you know, three to four tips that I have for people as we go through change. What we don't realize unless you know or someone tells you or you have this conversation and, and understand that change is not easy and growth really comes with being uncomfortable. And so we tend to be really hard on ourselves. When we're going through change, we expect that we should still know everything, be 100%, be ready to go, and that we're not going to have these moments of I don't knows or needing to ask questions, but we do. And as we go through that, we start to really doubt who we are and the role that maybe we took on or the position we are in our lives. And we want to go back to where we were because it was it was something that we knew. We knew it very well. We were comfortable. But that's just being, that's a constant in your life. You're just content. You're not really growing. And so, like I said, you have, you know, with growth comes uncomfort. We call it growing pains for a reason. And that really applies to, you know, not just changing jobs or starting at a new company or having, you could be, you know, in the same position, but just a new boss. You could maybe, you know, get married, have children, move homes, move states, move countries. I mean, there's so much change that could take place in your life. And you don't realize that the emotions that come along with that are pretty normal. And instead, we get really hard on ourselves. So as I thought through what has helped me really get through those dark moments, um, I have about four tips here that I want to share. And then I'll give you a, a live, ex an actual example that I went through that you're pretty familiar with. Um, one is identifying my brand. You know, we talk about personal branding. And a lot of times when I tell somebody, you know, what's your brand? They kind of just laugh. They tell me their job title. And I'm like, no, that's not your brand. That's cool. But that's not who you are. It's what you do in your job. And so taking a step back and really reflecting on what is your brand? What do you want that to be? And owning it. Because that's that's who you, that's that's your core. Do you have your three to four traits, characteristics, uh, something very specific to who you are? And you have to hold on to that because in those moments of doubting yourself and insecurities and all the things, you have to go back and say, actually, I'm really great at these three things. And remember that. Because when we're so insecure, we think, I'm terrible. They're going to fire me. I shouldn't have taken this job, whatever it is. Um, so really identifying my brand and owning it. The second one is asking questions. I think many of us have this pride of this pride feeling of, I don't want to ask a lot of questions because then they're going to think I'm not competent or I don't know what I'm doing or I wasn't the best fit for this position and I want to show that I'm the best. Well, if you have all the answers, you're overqualified for that job that you just took. You shouldn't know everything. You should have questions. And so, really developing a relationship, whether it's with your boss, a colleague, a couple people, where you can go and ask them questions and you can get those answers, even basic questions like where's the bathroom? Where's the copy machine? If you're at home working from remotely, you know, what's the normal start time? What time do people usually log off on a Friday? Those are some questions that people are afraid to ask because it might seem like I don't want to work, but hey, you might just want to know, is everybody off at four o'clock on Fridays and I'm the only one staying around till five or five thirty? Am am I able to log in early and log off earlier? Am I able to log in later and work? Is there flexibility in the schedule? 
if that's something important to you, you should be able to talk about that. And we kind of hide behind some questions that we have and we get uncomfortable. Like, oh man, at my old job, I used to do that. My old boss didn't care if I did that. You don't know if your new boss cares or not. You haven't even asked those simple questions. And then down to really more detailed questions about your job, what needs to happen. How do I download this software? What do you use for this project? Or, you know, who can I talk to on the, about this topic or this policy? Um, what, you know, what are the expectations? And so we shy away from asking a lot of questions because, again, we think we should have the answers, but we don't. And so we struggle with that. And then we, it's in our, it's in our heads. So I got to find it. I had somebody tell me once, I spent 14 hours trying to figure out how to use this software. And I, my response was, why didn't you spend 14 minutes? And then if you couldn't figure it out, ask me. There's a colleague of mine and he said, well, I just really want to figure it out on my own. And I'm like, you've been here for a week. It's okay. Um, and so we waste a lot of time. We stress ourselves out. Instead, ask the questions. Find that person that you trust and be able to talk to them. Even if it's, I trust you. How do I have this conversation with our boss? You know, I, I don't really know them that well. Can you help me navigate this conversation or understand what this meant? Maybe I'm misunderstanding them. I, I don't really know them that well. Again, asking questions, finding that resource. Next, uh, the second thing, was, or the third tip that I have is connecting with my mentors, but also building relationships with new people internally. And so when I, when I give this example in just a moment, um, I, I'll say that, you know, connecting with my mentors helped me build my brand up again, find my confidence. Uh, but then also I, I met with people internally and just learning more about what they do, how it connects to my work, and then starting to learn who can help me with certain things. That really helped me because building those relationships helped me get my job done. And the last one is really most important, giving yourself grace. Overall, we get so hard on ourselves that we forget to give ourselves grace, that I'm new, that I have to ask questions, that I'm having a tough week. Something personal might have happened. You're not going to be 100% that week, and that's okay. Being really honest with yourself and finding where you are emotionally, mentally, wherever, whatever it is, and how much can you contribute that week and allowing yourself to just do that much. Because then there's burnout if we don't give ourselves grace. So that's that's really the most important one. Um, and I would say, you know, we have to remember that we're only human. We're going to have moments. We're going to have days. But we'll get through it. And so my example was when I joined TA. So I came from the Ford Fund, seven years in philanthropy, was great at my job, knew it in and out, and then was recruited by our talent acquisition team to come join that, that group in, in a project manager space. And I was excited. I have an, an, an undergrad degree and a grad degree in HR. Never worked a day in my life in, in HR. So now I'm, I'm actually pursuing something in what I studied. I joined the team. They all know each other. Uh, we're remote at this point. It's during the pandemic. And everybody had worked together in person. So they have inside jokes. They know each other in person. I don't know anybody. I think I met like one person in passing. And now I'm trying to build these relationships. I'm trying to figure out my job. I feel like I've asked too many questions. I don't know what I'm doing. I get a new project. I have no idea how to do it. 
who to talk to. I'm scared to say I don't know. I'm scared that they might think they made the wrong decision. And so I, I started to really shut down. Should I quit? Should I ask for my job back? Which I actually tried to do that. Um, and I, I was in a really dark space. I had to tell my husband, like, I feel a little off right now. I might be not my normal self. I'm sorry. Uh, really recognizing my my attitude, my behavior. I was really just shutting down and shutting everybody out. And then I, I did the things I just shared. You know, I connected with my mentors. I had those conversations and had to really talk through what are the things I need to do right now to get by? How do I how do I start learning this job without feeling so insecure? Um, how do I get out of this dark place? So I, I met with my mentors often. Um, I think that was a time in my life where you and I had actually reconnected even more and started our biweekly calls and, and continued them. Um, I found somebody I trusted on the team to ask a lot of questions, get their advice, navigate those conversations with my boss sometimes that I was scared to have. And then I also was honest with my boss of what my needs were. I shared where I was emotionally. I shared where what was frustrating me in terms of what I didn't know and I need how how can I figure it out. But then also what I needed from her as my boss to help me do my job better. And so having those honest conversations really helped because she realized, hey, sometimes it's just how was your weekend? Building that relationship so I could build that comfort with her to then get into, I have these questions. Can you help me with one, two, three? because I'm getting to know her at a human level. And so that was important for me. Something might be more important for somebody else, but identifying that, feeling comfortable enough to have those conversations. And I'll say her response to me was, thank you for finding that or feeling that psychological safety with me to tell me how you feel, to have this conversation. I know it wasn't easy. And from there, our relationship was better. The work was moving along better. And I was performing because I was asking the questions, getting the answers, seeking the help, and it all came together. Um, I will say the first three months are going to be really hard where you doubt yourself the most. At about six months, you start to feel more comfortable. At about nine months, you start owning the work, the projects, your job, your title. And then at about a year is where you really feel that sense of belonging and I got this. Or maybe you don't and maybe this isn't the best fit, but I would say give it a year. Um, because it's definitely a roller coaster ride and there's a lot of emotions, but you'll come out on top. That next year, I, you know, got a raise. I was a top performer um, by by end of year one. So it all comes together, but it's it's really using those tips to help you along your journey. Wow, there's a lot of lot of cool stuff you hit there, and you know, I I we can go on and talk about it a lot the, the whole idea of giving yourself space to 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 fail or to be uncertain or to not sure what you got to do and reaching out to get help from mentors and from your boss and and all that and i think a lot of people suffer in silence you know they they don't like you say they don't want to yeah. look like they don't know what they're doing and you know we all we all need help all the time and that's that's cool well, listen um one question is there uh, any way that would you be open for people reaching out to you and maybe checking out, maybe they contact you on LinkedIn or uh, to, if they had questions about what you've said, is there a way to, that you recommend that? Are yeah, you open absolutely. to that? They're more than welcome to reach out on LinkedIn. 
Um, this is being recorded in June of 2023. And I will say I might be out of touch for just a little while as I'm expecting soon. Um, so I might not be on my email or on my LinkedIn for just a little while, but uh, you know, come early fall or end of summer, I'll, I'll definitely be around. And um, and you might catch me at a late night, I have nothing to do and I'll respond to a message. But if you don't hear from me right away, just give me some grace as I go through this next change in my life. Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to to help and, and talk through any struggles or conversations or questions, whatever it may be, um, that I could provide some feedback and guidance on. Appreciate that. Well, listen, again, congratulations on in, yep. uh, your pregnancy and, and uh, uh, you know how excited I am for you. <laughs> uh, thanks again for taking the time to be with us and um, good luck in, in all your endeavors. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll be talking again real soon. Take care. Thank you.